Hello, I'm Craig Lester, and this is Real Roots Canada, where we get to the stem and meat of agriculture. In this episode, we talked to Cedric McLeod, Executive Director of the Canadian Forage and Grasslands Association at their ninth annual national conference in Calgary. We managed to sit down and have a small chat with him about a number of things, including why forage and grasslands is the lifeblood of agriculture, why farmers need to be better in telling the story of forage and grassland and its significance on the Canadian agriculture scene, the growth they have seen in the industry, a recap of the conference, and what energizes him about this industry 365 days a year. Thoughts on on the conference this year? You know what? Anytime you get a group of energetic folks together to talk about grass, uh, it's a good day. Um, with over you know 100 and 150 participants here, maybe pushing towards 170, I guess total uh, total participation this week, and uh, having a house full of conference supporters, sponsors, and industry supporters uh, is a good day, and we've had a couple of them. What really stood out for you uh, from this conference? I know there's always something that just like, man, that jumped off the page for me. You know, I think when Dr. Jantz and Dr. Henry Jansen started yesterday talking, you know, about forages as the lifeblood of, of agriculture, you know, it really gave everybody pause. And, you know, he has, he has such a way of telling that story, but he also challenged the audience to be better at telling our story. You know, 70 million acres of grass, coast to coast. In most provinces, uh, the forage uh, crop land base is the number one land use type. And it is the largest land use type in Canadian agriculture. You know, close to 40% of Canada's agricultural land is covered with grasses, right? That's our story. Um, people are excited to tell the story. They're excited to take things to the next level on their farm and, uh, and integrate that in, in with their own personal legacies. So that, that's the exciting piece for me. Well, how has that story changed over the last couple of years? We've told it. We've started to tell it. Um, you know, the forage industry is the forage industry, first and foremost. And we do a lot of things with forage. Primarily, we're feeding you know, uh, dairy and beef cattle, sheep, bison, goats. But we are the forage industry. And I think up until the last couple of years, we started focusing on, you know, the, the soil carbon opportunity and, and maximizing the ecological goods and services value being generated by forages on the landscape, which are harvested buy beef cattle or we harvest to feed dairy cattle but fundamentally those industries are based on grass and we start telling that story to make sure that we were elevating a 5.09 billion dollar industry to the top of the pile and everybody knows from industry groups to agriculture and agri-food canada to the general consumer to the mps in ottawa we make a big contribution and we're going to continue to tell that story. Now, as you tell this story on a higher level, have you seen return in terms of research money? Or, uh, uh, I guess steps forward in terms of how uh, practices? 
No question. And, you know, pioneers like, like Doug Ray uh, out of Alberta here and Ray Robertson out of Ontario, I mean, they were original founding members of this association only nine years ago. And it was formed to make sure that forages were not forgotten. And, uh, and uh, so because of that, story being told you know we've seen significant investment uh, at agriculture and agri-food canada over the last five years significant additions to their to their research staff uh, and and some of their um, some of their ancillary programs to support that we've seen the beef cattle research council increase their uh, investment in forage research i believe it sits somewhere around 24 25 percent uh the last presentation i heard so we have this this board and this association has made a major impact uh, in in elevating, you know, uh, the awareness of the forage industry and the importance of the story, not only to the dairy and beef, sheep, goes and uh, bison and goat industries, but to Canadians as a whole. Tour on, start off the week. How did that go? What really uh, was was I, I guess maybe if you could sum up uh, the highlights of it. You know. Uh, Western Canada is pretty unique in, it, in, in, in some respects. And if you're not from Western Canada, uh, all it takes is a trip uh, to big sky country and getting off the plane. Especially, you know, I coming from the East Coast, New Brunswick, I did my master's at the University of Manitoba. So, you know, I'm, I'm aware. But some folks coming out here haven't seen it. You know, so the broad landscape, you got the mountains over here to the west. Uh, and then you drop down to a Hutterite colony, which, you know, again, if you're not from Western Canada, that's, that's, some, that's somewhat unique, right? Um, but, but then the intensity of management that they, that they bring to the table, uh, you know, on the Hutterite colony and, and, and the diversity of, op, you know, what they're doing on their operation. People are really blown away and they really enjoyed that. And then, I mean, you drop down to the Waldron Ranch, right? I mean, 65,000 acres and 13,000 head of cattle. And here, Mike Roberts, you know, talking yesterday on the panel about, you know, the innovative things they're doing to control leafy spurge using sheep and rotational grazing and gravity-fed water systems. I mean, they're just dialed in. I just dialed in. People came back from the tour on Tuesday just energized and excited and uh, and inspired. And that's what we're hoping to achieve here all week. We're going to inspire people to go back home. And if it's only one thing, hopefully it's a dozen, but if it's only one thing that you change to, to enhance your forage management system, then we've done our job here at the Canadian Forage and Grassland Association. You've said the word energized throughout the thing. Uh, we talk about 365 days of grazing. What keeps you energized 365 days a year about the, this industry? You know, uh, when I go out and feed my herd on my little ranch in New Brunswick, I've, you know, I run 80 cows. It's a Saturday job. Um, and I bale graze those girls all winter. Uh, so I'm out there and I'm sitting in the skid steer and I'm setting out bales or, or when I'm out fencing, my mind just races, it never shuts off, right? I'm never just hammering nails and, and pulling wire uh, or setting out bales. I'm thinking about the process. And what really gets me is roundabout July, 
that next summer after I broadcast some Italian ryegrass and white clover over top of those bale grazed acres and I got you know two foot high forage and and it's ready for the cows to go and then I think back of all these speakers at this conference that are just pumping out that information if you do this you'll get this if you do this you get this and I'm getting that and I'm seeing that and I can see the impact of doubling the carrying capacity on my little ranch because of the things that I've done and what that means to my pocketbook. I know that it can work. And I know the people that are involved in, in this industry nationally and the people that are involved provincially are out there pushing the same thing. We can make a significant impact on the growth and prosperity of this industry and contribute back to Canadian society. And that is something, Craig, to get out of bed in the morning for. Any final thoughts, Cedric? 70 million acres, man. <laughs> 70 million acres of grass. Numbers, right? 70 million acres, $5.09 billion. A lot of things happening here. A lot of opportunity for growth. We're seeing a decline in the beef industry. We're seeing it year over year right is that because of profitability is that because you know folks are aging out there's a number of factors and you're not going to put your finger on just any one of them but we do know investments in grassland management reduce your cost of production and put more dollars in producers genes and i have to surmise that if i can lower my cost of production i can keep more cows and keep my family on the farm and turn that decrease number the other way. That's my hope. We'll see what happens in the future. That's Cedric McLeod, the Executive Director of the Canadian Forage and Grasslands Association. For more information on the CFGA, check out its website at canadianfga.ca. For Rural Roots Canada, I'm Craig Lester, getting to the STEM and meat of agriculture. Mm-hmm.